You're listening to Trustify Radio. Today's guest is Trustify Private Investigator, Julie Jackson. Well, hi everyone. This is Jen Mellon, co-founder and chief revenue officer at Trustify. And we are just so excited to have Julie Jackson, one of our favorite private investigators with us today. For to ask me anything. Thank you so much, Julie, for joining us today. You're welcome. Well, maybe you could tell us a little bit about your experience um, coming into the field and being a private investigator. Well, like most PIs, I started out in law enforcement. And I did that for many years. Not a super long law enforcement career, but um, I knew that I wanted to work in my own business. It just was kind of a have to. And uh, so I started, actually started my business only about two and a half years ago. But obviously, like a lot of PIs, we do have a lot of experience. We just have begun to do the PI work in the last couple of years. So um, that's been a lot more fun, and I've really enjoyed it. And I, I hooked up with uh, Trustify because you guys do incredible marketing. And so it's nice to be able to pick and choose what kind of cases you want to take. That's great. And I've gotten yeah. some good ones. Good. That's what we yeah. like to hear. We yeah. like to make it easy for you. That is our goal. So um, building on that, one of our first questions we got, what is the number one tool in your PI tool belt? I could go with the cool answer. Yeah. Which would be my iPhone. That's not the cool answer. That's the truth. I think uh, that what I do the most, especially with the clients, I have to really, really listen to them, what they want, what they need, um, get the full story. If you're going to be a PI, you have to have, you have to be able to talk to people. I mean, you have to be approachable. You ha- you've got to listen to everything that they, that they need, want, expect, because there's a lot of misconceptions about what we can do for you. Yep. You know, some of it, we can do a lot of stuff that some people don't realize. And then sometimes it's, there's unreasonable expectations, but my favorite tool lately is this, I almost don't want to give it away, but I'm going to give it away. Yeah. It's this little um, recording device. It looks like an iPhone charger that you stick in the wall and it actually records up to 48 hours oh, wow. of talk. And it's a, it's a good one. It's a good one. <laughs> of course, always used legally. Yes, and you know, that's another part that, you know, if you want to talk about it, is just yep. making sure that you're always using everything legally, but the tool bell, it's that little charger because I've gotten some great, great feedback from, from that great Intel. That's great. Well, you know what? We can build on that. It's a, um, you spoke about always ensuring what you're doing is legal. I think that, um, we have some of the best private investigators, hence why we're so excited to talk to you, um, who do everything just above board. And, um, you know, we pride ourselves in working with the best who have the best ethics and um, just do what they do so well because of that. So um, what are some of the must-have qualities to look for a private investigator, in your opinion? Oh, we just hit on a little bit. Mm-hmm. You need an investigator that's going to have an initial contact with you in an initial meeting and then ask you what you really need because sometimes people they don't even know why they're calling me like they don't even they they're just so upset a lot of the time because this is an emotional obviously I deal with highly emotionally charged people so I need to sit with them and speak with them first 
and really get a feel for what they're looking for and what their expectations are. You also need to look for a PI that doesn't just say, okay, I'll take a $2,000 retainer. Right. And then you don't know where your money's going. Exactly. I write a contract with my client. So we agree on what is going to happen. And I actually write out what they need, what their expectations are, what I can provide for them. And then we come to a, a conclusion about the cost. So it's something that you've got to find in a PI. You, you don't want anyone that makes you feel uncomfortable or that's mm -hmm. sort of blowing you off and makes you feel like you're annoying them. I know that yeah. happens a lot. I've heard that. You don't want somebody like that. I mean, it's just like anything. You want to work with somebody that you like. Exactly. Job done. Exactly. I mean, that was why Trustify was founded because it was just a broken system. Um, and yes. we were fortunate to find five investigators like you who have the same um, standards of practice that we believe in. So I think all of the things you said are right on. So some of the other questions we received for cases of locating another person, what is the minimum information needed to identify where they are now? Oh, you know, I found somebody, this is a good question for what just happened to me. I found someone the other day, I, it's actually a Trustify case that I took from you guys. It was one of the most interesting cases I've ever had. And I spoke to the client and he said I could talk about it a oh, little bit. He was yeah. fine with that. Um, I found a homeless man in San Jose from a phone number of a twice removed friend. Wow. So it was a cell phone number. Obviously that required a lot of research in, in checking the phone number in the database and then finding out who it was associated with and looking at their associates. And I ended up getting an address, but, and of course, then I went to down to the area where the guy was, but it was a cell phone number. So sometimes you just, um, it's good to, even if you don't have a lot of info to, to call and see if you can be helped. I mean, Sometimes I've found people on just a first name and a, maybe a city they live in. Wow. So. That's great. Mm -hmm. What types of things are private investigators not allowed to do? We get this question often. Lots. A lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. So private investigators are entirely different than law enforcement officers. We are civilians. We have a license to have access to certain databases and we have a license to do business. However, we cannot, you know, we have the same, the, the exact same, uh, what would you say? We're civilians that have an expertise, just like an, an attorney or a doctor or whatever. Um, we do know, we, we have to keep up to date on the rules because the rules change a lot. We used to be able to, I loved this when we used to be able to ping cell phones and take a cell phone number and GPS locate someone. I loved that. Yeah. We're not allowed to do that anymore. So um, we have to be careful with that. But, you know, we're not allowed to do any illegal uh, searches or like I'm talking about that little device that I love, yeah. the little recorder. Yeah. Now, when I use that, that has to be used in a specific way. It, it has to follow the guidelines of the law. And so PIs, all PIs, and you will ask, should ask this when you hire a PI, do you have an attorney on your staff? Yeah. It's, it, I have an attorney. I, I call him yeah. all the time and can I do this? You know, and, and right. because coming from law enforcement too, there are things I want to do mm -hmm. and I just can't do them. Right. And you really, you want to maintain that level of integrity in your business. So 
um, what we can't do is obviously, you know, go into someone's backyard, sneak around in the bushes, anything that a normal civilian can't do. We can't do it either. But we have an expertise. We know how to get around those things in a legal mm-hmm. way to find out information without doing anything illegal. That's great. Is that kind of answer? No, it's, it's excellent. Because okay. I think that sometimes we get black and white answers of like, I can do this, I can do that. But really having an understanding that you are just a civilian who right. is just really good at your job and that you're able to do things in a much more efficient way or maybe in a more intelligent way than, you know, the average Joe can do and be able to get information by, you know, working around a system in a legal manner. So I'm really glad you spoke to that. I think that will clarify a lot for a lot of people. Um. Yeah. So are there things I can do before hiring a private investigator that will improve the odds of a successful outcome for the investigation? This is a good question because often we get people saying, what, what can I do to help before I come to Trustify? What can they do? You know, I would prefer that they don't go and use the databases online that they do. Sometimes they think, well, I'm going to go use, you know, I'm not going to say the names, but online search, whatever it is. Don't do that. It's a waste of your money. I do have access because I'm a PI and I'm licensed. I have access to far superior information and databases than, you know, a a regular civilian can get access to. I have the best databases. So you don't want to spend money going and doing that first. Oh, here I found. And then they swamp me with all this information that I need to redo anyway, because it's all garbage. Right. So I would say for my perfect client is someone who has, you know, knows what they want, has reasonable expectations, is obviously coming to seeking out a PI for legal reasons, like not, you know, because they're stalking. Right. Clearly needed those people out. But they're very crystal clear on what they need and what they want and and just are open to having that first discussion with me to sort of explore. Maybe I'm not the best uh, person to do the job for them, only in that they really need an attorney or they need a marriage counselor or they need, you know, seriously. No, it's true. It's really important. So just maybe if they keep an open mind that I'm not going to, um, not magic, but to be open to the answers that come. No, and I love everything you spoke on because I think sometimes people are worried that a PI is just going to take their money and go do whatever and working with the best private investigators like you, you know, a lot of times that it, it is not the right avenue for someone to go in. There are other options prior. Um, so I'm really glad you spoke to that. Will a private investigator keep my information confidential? Yes, I have to. Mm-hmm. The only time that I could ever go outside of that, and I do have this in my agreement with the clients that I take on, even through Trustify, is that I can't I can't talk about your case, I can't discuss it, I can't even allude to it unless there's a criminal behavior or something that's going on like a child abuse, something yep. very serious where yep. I am a mandatory reporter. Yep. Um, but even in those cases, when I was a police officer, mandatory reporter, hands down, that's it. Um, but I will talk openly with people if they disclose something to me that I feel is, you know, that I feel like, gosh, we really need to do something about that. Yep. I'll, I'll push them to, 
to expose it or to go to the proper authorities. That's great. Yeah. Are there areas of private investigation specialization? If yes, what is yours? Yes. So this is really important. I'm glad you said that. When I take cases, uh, there are things I'm not that great at. You know, my background is in uh, interview and interrogation, uh, courtroom testimony, finding missing persons, uh, background, background checks, background investigations. Um, even though I do it, because sometimes it's fun, surveillance is actually something that I do. But when I know that it's, you know, there are people who are way better at it than me. It's like I might stand out where they just blend and nobody sees them. So it's important that when you get a PI that they don't say, oh, I can do all that because they can't. Now, I take business in sometimes and I will get my team to do it. But my specialties are really um, in communication with people, doing interviews, background checks, background investigations. However, I've taken, you know, death investigations, missing, all that stuff. So, That's great. Yeah. Excellent. We have a question here on the side in the chat that says, do you watch people to catch suspected work comp fraud? Is that something that I guess falls I into that. your purview? Um, you know, I do. That is a highly specialized uh, field. I don't do those often. I could definitely, uh, there's a list of PIs that I work with that are very good at that. I would definitely hand that off to someone else. That is not something that I have done in the past. So great. You need a specialist for that. There's yeah. a lot of little rules and regulations and legal, you know, things that you have to abide by in certain ways of even videotaping and recording. And it's yeah. very important that you get somebody that, that knows how to do it, that has been doing it for years. I think sometimes people think like a PI, it's like a one stop, you guys do it all. And I'm just really glad that you're able to speak to skill sets and expertise and level of comfort and experience and, and also how you work together within that network, you know, and how you call on, you know, your team to help as well. So yes, thank you for clarifying. I think that puts a spotlight on something that, you know, a lot of our consumers just don't understand all the time. So. Well, some, it's like, think of doctors. So we have right, doctors exactly. who are general practitioners and you get PIs that are like general PIs. Right have a yep. team that can handle any case, the bigger firms, you get, um, you know, specialists, cardiologists, uh, yep. podiatrists, whatever, they're all different. It's the same thing. Um, building on that, is there anything, a case that you just do not, don't like to do, you know, maybe legal, maybe something that you can do, but just something that you like to stay away from that you, you usually yes. pass off to another PI. Absolutely. The cheating cases. Yeah. So depressing. Mm -hmm. And and so I'm not saying it's very important how I put this. I'm not saying that people shouldn't use PIs because they're very valuable. And I've taken a lot of infidelity cases and helped my clients. But I've also, I don't enjoy those. They just are so depressing. And it's, and it's also, I prefer that they took their money and I refer them to really good attorneys in the area and I refer them to counselors because um, getting the, you think you want the information once you get the information, I don't want to leave them hanging. Mm -hmm. Oh, here's the pictures of your husband or your wife with, you know, yep. whoever. Yep. I can't, I care too much. I can't leave them with that. I've got to take that next step. So I found myself just saying no to those. Mm -hmm. I just can't. 
it's too much for me yeah. and yeah. I don't want to do it. Yeah, no, it's true. And we have other, it's, it out. <laughs> we have other private investigators that realize that's their wheelhouse and that they are comfortable and able and can speak so well to them knowing what kind of sensitive situation. And then there's just others like yourself that are like, that's just, there are plenty I of other too people. Much. Yeah. I just hard. care too much. And mm -hmm. I know other PIs that that's their bread and butter. I mean, they'll yeah, do exactly. it all day long. There's never a, a shortage of those cases. Yep. And they're much better at it than me. It's probably because I'm a mom and I just yeah. I care so much about people and yeah. I've been there. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we all understand. Yep. Um, is there, is everything a private investigator discovers admissible in court? This is a question we get often. Yeah, absolutely mm -hmm. not. Just like anything else. And um, any information that's, well, it depends on the case though. Some civil cases allow more information than others or little, there's more wiggle room. Criminal cases, it's going to be just like you watch on Law and Order or whatever mm -hmm. the show is that you love, mm -hmm. but it, there are things that are not going to be admissible. Now, there may be information. I've gotten information sometimes for, let's say, an infidelity case or a, well, not an infidelity because in California, it's all a free for all. It doesn't matter. But um, in, in other cases, if you have obtained evidence illegally, you're not going to get to use it. It might be that you can use some of that information as the PI to go and explore another area, but I just wouldn't recommend that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's, it's, there's no magic to it. It's, it's got to be obtained to, uh, you know, legally, especially when I go and testify, I'm going to sit in front of a jury and, and, and the judge and testify, this is how I obtained the information. This is how I did it. You know, and it's got to be legal. Yep. Yep. Or it's not um, fly. Yep. I'm really glad you spoke to that. Mm -hmm. um, we have a question that came in similar, I guess, building off of the cheating cases we were talking about. Mm -hmm. um, can you speak, even though you don't really handle these cases, Julie, can you speak to the success ratios of confirming suspicions on a cheating case through surveillance? Maybe in just. Oh, I can speak to I've taken now. a lot of them. Yeah. I just don't like them. So <laughs> I've done it. I mean, I've had, I've done a lot of them. I just, you can speak to the data. Yeah. So the, for me, I can only speak to my experience. Mm -hmm. I can't, I've not had, don't have statistics on no. right. what they are, but for me, I've been really successful in getting the data. Yeah. Unfortunately. But you know, when people are coming to you and they're saying, Oh, I think this is happening. Usually it is. Yes. That's what we say all the time. Okay, so, it's, it's, if you suspect, you can even, you know, Google this and, and look for the signs. I mean, I don't want people to be paranoid, but if you're feeling that something is off and there's those telltale signs of the way they use their phone, yep. if the screen is blacked out, yep. you know, if that's all, if they have a password on their phone and they're always turning it, you know, there's a little telltale sign. You kind of know something's up. Yep. And Unfortunately, I, I have had a lot of success in finding out and getting photos and or, you know, information, emails, whatever. Yep. Um, yeah. yeah, we we see that. We see the same that when there's so smoke, like there's usually fire. And absolutely. So like I was, probably have 85 percent maybe of my yeah. cases that infidel. It could be higher, but let's just say 85 percent because you asked me for a percentage. Yeah, uh, that I've confirmed. Yep. Yeah. We say, you know, 
we say that we want to give you peace of mind when you need it most. So whether it is getting, you know, the information verified that you're not just like laying in bed at night saying, is this true? Is it not true? That they're able to get the information and then make yeah. decisions on it, you know, in all aspects of their life, whatever they're using a private investigator, that they get that peace of mind so that they have all the information they need moving forward. Some people have to have it to move forward. Yes. I'm one of those people. I, yeah. I have to have facts. Mm -hmm. If I was born, it's like, prove it, prove it, yep. prove it. I yep. drove my mom crazy, I'm sure. <laughs> That's why you're good at what you I want to see it. <laughs> I want to see it. Show it to me. Where's the evidence? Because yes. it, some people are the opposite of that. Some people are like, oh, he, I think he's cheating. I, I don't want to know. Don't tell me. You yeah. know, it's, it's, but those I'm here and Trustify is here for those people that need that hard evidence to move on because sometimes that's the only thing that allows you to move forward. Yes. To see the evidence. Okay. Oh God, there is that text. Oh, she found, or she, we overheard this conversation or the phone was located in this location. They need it. Yep. And that's what and we said. all of that. Yes. And we give them the information they need when they need it most, and then they can decide what to do with it, but they at least have all of the information to make that decision, whether it be an infidelity or in any other aspect of their life that they need a private investigator for. And for many people, that's where the healing begins, right? That they're able to say, okay, I have this and now I can move forward. So I'm glad you were able to speak to that. Um, let's see some of the other questions that just came in. Um, switching gears on average, how often do child custody cases take? Mm, God, those are rough. Yeah. Now, I am in California, so I know how it works in California, and I can right, speak right. to that. Child custody, are we talking like uh, getting specifically, what, what's the, like, you know, there's the, all the, yeah, the, the, um, the question was asked by a viewer, just they didn't get into specifics. So maybe, okay, just general. But yeah, so maybe you can speak to this, because that's a good thing, too. I mean, I think people need custody in various ways, right? They need to look at a parent that has the child, in, or maybe they're building um, a divorce case. So maybe you can speak to just one example. Okay. So these are tough cases for the, for the client as well as, you know, for the investigator. Um, and also, again, it's very important to get the the right evidence and the proper way to present in court because it always goes to family court and that's what you're, yeah. you need you to know how to do that. I do have a background in that. Um, it's even when you think you have really good evidence of a bad parent or a parent not doing this or that, a lot of the times in court, it surprises you how it goes. Mm -hmm. So I would caution people to realize that you've gotten a divorce and you have shared custody or whatever it is, or you're looking at that is to understand that it might not always go the way you want it to, but just try, uh, I'm going to do some counseling here. Yeah. Try to the best you can, uh, just know that it's going to take a while. It's going to take a while. And even when you feel like you have this ironclad evidence that the, your ex husband or wife is such a, dirtbag or whatever they're doing or they're a negligent parent sometimes that's not even enough right to get that child away from the parent so it's really looking at um where do you live what kind of you know what state do you live in yes. what county do you live in what judge is hearing your case do you have a good attorney do they have a good attorney there's so many factors um 
PIs are super helpful in these yes. cases. Yes. And I will tell people that get a PI yes. to assist. Don't do it yourself or don't get your girlfriend or boyfriend right. to go out there and, and hide in the bushes and try to take pictures of the, the ex with the kit. Don't do that because first of all, it's just none of the evidence will fly right. anyway. Right. And also it, it's just going to be stressful for you and um, you want to be there for your kids. You don't want to be this yes. train wreck of an emotional train wreck for your kids. So a PI in that case is, is a, always a go-to you need. Yes. Them. Yes. As you said, it protects you um, emotionally and in every way, especially when you're going you're through such a highly sensitive and high stress situation you're able to kind of say, you know what, I'm going to give this to someone else to help me get the information. And then it becomes, as you say, it's not always ironclad, but it at least is admissible throughout the process of building a custody case. For sure. Take that pressure off of yourself yes. and give it over to a professional who knows how to do it. Yeah, Because not absolutely. only do you do things on video, but the PI has to write a report that will that is court worthy. Yes, exactly. Certain PIs know how to do that. It's it's got to be that. It's got to be a professional. Yes. You know, we see often a lot of times during these divorce cases where there is like a negligent parent situation, we see often the way families or friends can support because a lot of times they want to support um, the person going through the divorce is that they actually are the ones who are going to hire a PI. Which we we yeah. see lots of grandmothers, lots of best friends saying, I'm doing this for my sister-in-law. And that's right. how they can get involved, right? They they can be the ones to hire the professional for someone and take that right. off their plate too. So that's a nice way if you feel helpless and you want to help a loved one. That's a really great way to do that as well. We have a question that came here on the side. You can probably see it as well, Julie. For business deals, you must have your potential partner investigated for lawsuit history, et cetera. Um, can you speak to that? For business deals, you must have a, pro a professional. Yeah. I mean, basically the question is, and, and it's, it's not really a question. It's just yep. putting it out there that when you, if you're in business and whether you own your own business or you're going to do a real estate deal or give someone money or partner with somebody for any reason, whatever the business is, you must, this is not, you know, an option. You have to do a background on this person. Yes. You have to. Yes. Because here's why. And I can name like 15 of my cases where I've saved probably millions of dollars. One guy alone, just on a real estate deal, I saved him 300 grand. He was going to give someone who had a history of fraud. Um, you must check out your business partners. You must do backgrounds on them. If you're going to trust someone or give them any money or access to anything in your business, I mean, why wouldn't you? Right. I mean, it's just a no brainer and they're very affordable. Yes, exactly. very affordable. I mean, who's not going to pay whatever, a couple hundred bucks, right? $99 an hour here. 300,000. Yep. And one of my, one of my uh, friends called me yes. like on that minute. Oh, my wife's about to write a check to this guy for, um, I think it was about 300 and something thousand dollars. And he goes, could you just run him real quick in your database? And I was like, yeah, right now you should have called me before I ran the guy out. He had a history of fraud embezzlement. And then of course I went to the courts and verified that it was, that was accurate information Wow, and saved him a ton of money. So unreal. Yeah. Exactly. And that's Thank a no brainer.
Yeah. We, we see that in general. Yeah. Thank you, Ross Jeffries. Um, I think that happens in most cases, right? It's not just in business partners. We say it all the time. Like if you're going to the, the most important parts, your home, right? You're bringing maybe someone who is a childcare provider or yeah. a senior care provider. You want to run a background check on them. Like the, the, the things that mean the most to us and are the most personal and intimate in our life, there is no harm in getting that peace of mind to ensure that this person who has, whether it's your time, your talent, your treasure, your family um, in their hands. So just well, I can tell you that there are people always ask me, and I, I always put this on LinkedIn and different uh, social media is why would I ever need a private investigator? I'm just a regular person. Yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you have kids? Yes. Do you have property where you put tenants in it? Yes. Do you run a business? Yes. Do you have, you know, are you dating? Yes, exactly, well, exactly. We are for all that stuff. All of I mean, that stuff. All that stuff. Just like you need an attorney or a doctor or a yeah. you know teacher, whatever, a tutor, and a, a, a PI can do all of those things. And Ross just says much cheaper than a lawsuit later. So true. Yes. When you do, um, even when I do tenant background checks, um, or pre-employment background checks, you're saving yourself so much time and money. Yes. yes. If you get a bad employee, you get a bad apple, you know, yes, exactly. you got to know. Exactly. So someone is building on that. The earlier question with child custody, why is it necessary to have proof of reoccurrence in child custody cases when there's suspicion of abuse? So that's kind of a pretty specific question. It is specific and it depends on the state and also the county that you're dealing with. Um, I can tell you that, oh God, how do I even answer that? It, it's so specific to there's so many details in that um, they're going to look at, does the parent have, let's say that the suspect in this case, does that parent have any priors um, for abuse mm. or that you have to, you can see how the courts need to juggle. They want the kids to be with both parents. That's the goal is the what's best for the kids. Um, somebody's idea of what is abusive or neglectful may be different than someone else's idea yes. of what is abusive or neglectful. And um, so it's it's absolutely dependent on what the specifics of the case are. So if in California, I kind of know in my county and the surrounding counties what the family courts will look at. I've had other counties, surprisingly, where the parent, I have taken video of the parent dealing drugs with the kids in the car and the courts still did not take them away from the mother. I was blown away. So it just, you know, it's, it's a super frustrating, it's probably one of the most emotional and frustrating things you can go through in a divorce. And again, if you can't work it out with your spouse, do your best. If it, if you can't just know that get, get a great attorney, get a great PI and just do the best that you can. And it may not always have the result that you need, but you do need a recurrence Yes. A lot, in a lot of cases, some cases in sexual abuse, sometimes it can be just a one-time thing. Yes. But in other ones, you're going to need to show that the person's truly negligent. Yes. And I think if nothing else, even if you're not able to get the win in court from it, you at least have the information so that you can yourself protect your child or build in safeguards or just have the information oh. to mitigate against um, 
potential reoccurrences, et cetera. So even if the court is not helpful, you yourself are going to be empowered to be able to parent that child best, knowing fully what the other parent is doing. And that I think is invaluable during a custody case. The biggest one too is, you know, obviously don't argue in front of your kids. Don't badmouth the other parent in front of your kids. Make it so that you where your child feels safe and comfortable telling you what's going on. Yes. And during divorce, I would also get an advocate for that child, be it a nanny or a grandpa or whoever it is, a cousin or whoever that they feel like this is someone you could tell your secrets to. Yes. Because they don't always want to tell mommy and daddy. So just a, not really a PI thing, but just as a, it's a mama thing. <laughs> it's a mama thing. I, I see it it's all the time. Thing. So they need someone to talk to that's not necessarily mommy or daddy. Yes. Yeah. I'm yeah. really glad you brought that up. Cause I think that that sometimes people come for a private investigator and they need so much more. So that's why you're so good at what you do, Julie, too. You can really counsel them through this. Um, you wear, <laughs> private investigators wear many hats and I think people don't realize that. Um, so a few more questions that just came in through the internet. Cause we're just about wrapping up. We have a few more minutes here. Um, I have a tenant that moved out four months ago, but they owe me two months rent. I don't know where he moved to. Can a PI help find his new address? Oh, totally. That's so easy. Yep. That's so easy for me. Um, yeah. That's how I feel. I, I mean, feel like every landlord should have a private investigator just in their back pocket. That's why trust yeah, is here. Absolutely. You know, we, you could do one hour done with amazing investigators like Julie to help you. So agreed. Oh, I'm glad you can speak to that. Um, is there a way to get information from my boyfriend's phone without physically stealing it? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know what? That's where I'm going to say right now. I'm not an expert in that. Yeah. I'd have to consult. I mean, I, I, yeah, I'd have to consult. I don't know. I mean, I know when you're on the account with the person, you can access a lot of stuff. Exactly. Um, But I can't. Yeah. Um, Is there any way I can see my girlfriend's text messages and Facebook inbox? So kind of a similar vein. Again, that's uh, the technical stuff. Yeah. I I call people on. Mm-hmm. I can get a lot off of Facebook if people don't put it private. I do it all the yeah. time. Yeah. When I do backgrounds, I you know when you put you have everything on Facebook. As far as the messages, um, I I haven't been able to access that. Mm-hmm. And I've tried. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, most public. Yeah, you know, exactly. What they're public. Right. Messages. Uh, yeah you know, what it shows, I don't, I don't know how to do that. Yeah. I'll just, I don't know. Right. And that's why we, you can find, you know, I would, I would get, um, I'm sure through you guys, they could get someone who's an expert in social media and, you know, a technical, uh, a PI who's very technical that can do that stuff. And that's kind of what Trustify exists for, right? With our thousands of PIs, you know, when someone as amazing as you, Julie, says, this is not a case I like or it's not my expertise, then we can quickly hand them off or match them with another PI. So then you can start the case, you know, and then we can fill in gaps elsewhere. So, which is... Because yeah, I've, I've gotten stuff from you guys. I send it back yep. and say, I don't, I don't do this. Yep, exactly. Or I don't know, who to, you know. 
and instead of reaching a dead end, then we can we can help match them. So that's why we do what we do. So and help people be able to get the peace of mind they need when they need it most. Um, Julie, we are just so grateful to you for answering all these questions, and just we're so grateful for all the work you do for us and for our clients. And you have just changed lives, as you said. I, the case you just spoke about, I'm just so glad that um, your client allowed you to talk about it too. The earlier case of the homeless man, because I just think that that was an amazing ending to a great story. So um, thank you. The documentary will be coming out. So great. I'll share it with you. They're making a documentary oh, about it. Are so they? Interesting case. Yeah. Awesome. We filmed yesterday. So amazing. And I can't say a lot about it. It's just going to be really exciting. Well, guess what? We're going to have to have you back on, Julie, so you can talk about the follow-up. So thank you so much for all the work you do. And thank you to everyone who um, wrote their questions. We will be posting this um, for those of you who joined us late. If you have any other questions, we will have future Ask Me Anything with our amazing PIs. Um, and you can follow us on Twitter at Trustify. Thanks again, Julie. Have a great day. Thank you. Bye-bye. Visit www.trustify.info to learn more about how Trustify can help you find peace of mind.